Mysterious Woods, a podcast by Squatch Dogs. There are many a great mystery on this planet, but none so compelling as those that happen in the cover of darkness. The woods will come alive as we unravel the secret she holds. Here are your hosts, Ann Walls and Big Dog Mendoza. Everybody, welcome to Mysterious Woods. Mysterious Woods. Mysterious Woods. And on like a secret mission or something. So, something like that. I, I thought I'd get one of my buddies to just come on here and mess up the show. Let's mess it all up. The parents are gone, and we just jump on the couch and drink all the sodas and eat all the chips. And, leave and a big mess when they come back. And drink some of their liquor. And put water in there so they don't even know. Correct. Like replace it with water and yeah. So I got my buddy Eric Numerich. What's up? He's one of my homies. Known each other for a while. So if you get to hang out with him, make sure that you have a little um, pouch with snacks in it because he gets super grouchy if he doesn't eat. Yeah, I mean when you. When you're listening to people talk, you got to have some snacks because yeah, you have snacks if you're waiting an hour in line to get some cold food, too. And that's not even that good. No, no, not at all. When you could have just walked somewhere else and got better food. Yeah, exactly. And a beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. What do y'all talk about on this show? Oh, we talk about. Bigfootses, we talk about ghostesses, we talk about UFOs and just uh strange just all the stuff that goes uh bump in the night, I guess. All the stuff that goes bump in the night. Well cool. And uh so I don't know, you got some bump in the night stories? Yeah, I mean, it just depends what direction you want to go on the bump in the night story. Just pick a topic, man. Well, I mean, I've known uh, quite a few things on all that, so. What about reptilians? Um, No, I don't know anything about those, unfortunately. Well, I guess it's a good thing, because... Yeah, I- that is a good thing, because... If you, I was like, when you got that little awkward silence, I was like, man. <laughs> no, man. What's he been to say? No, I saw one of the reptilian things. Hopefully I was packing some heat and I'd have me a nice set of boots, a hat band. Dude, you could have like a whole outfit. You could just wear him if he's like your same, like your size or whatever. Well, I mean, from what I've heard they're they're bigger than i am i might have to cut them off at the knees or something to make it fit you can get them hemmed up and altered you know yeah i'm sure you know where they could you know that'd be cool to wear the feet and put like house shoe material in there yeah why not that'd be great and walk around in the woods muddy and leave tracks everywhere oh yeah dude (laughs) or uh go to walmart that's what i was thinking i wasn't even thinking about the woods oh well you know and, now, and it'd be crazy. You run into one of his homies out in the, at Walmart. Yeah, what's up, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, no, I don't know. Greg, is that you? <laughs> oh. Uh, Greg's drinking beer with Daryl out in the woods. I'm Charlie. Yeah. All right. Well, what about Bigfoot? Yeah. Uh, you know, I might know a thing or two about that. You know, I, oh, yeah? I don't call myself a researcher or anything, but I do get out in the woods. and and. Uh, what about an expert? Far from an expert. No one's an expert. No one's an expert. I don't care. All these people on TV and all these people, I'm an expert. Expert my ass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's just no one's an expert, you know. No one is. But, you know, I mean, you and I have been out before, out Bigfoot before. Yeah. And, you know, I, I used to go out with a wild man, Brandon, a bunch and, and talk, you know, but and been out with Bob. But I just, you know, my work schedule, I do pipeline work. And, you know, I work in Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi. So I'm always, always on the road. But uh, one good thing about doing this pipeline work that sometimes we're working in the middle of these big hunting leases or hunting camps or whatever you want to call them. It depends, you know, what state you're in for um, what they call them. But. You know, if I'm out there working, we're going to be out there for three or four weeks. I always set some recorders out, and, and I've got and I've got some pretty good stuff out of. Uh, it's uh, a little bit north of Macomb, Mississippi, the Homachito National Forest up there, and mm-hmm. uh, I, I've got some pretty good stuff out of there. And um, well, actually, just south of there is where the pipeline goes through. But uh, I've been out there walking around. I found some tree structures and some impression prints out there but uh you know it's weird because some places depending on what state is and where you're at some places you'll get great vocals and other places it's it's silent but you find sign you know what i'm saying it's which Uh i don't understand what the deal is with that but i guess it just i guess it just depends on the clan and and where they're at and I mean, I guess they, they know if they need to be quiet or not. But um, right. the, the, the home of Cheeto, Cheeto it's, um, it's nice out there. It's it's more hilly than, let's say, you know, the same Houston, but there's areas that are real dense brush out there, and there's areas that are kind of opened up. But, you know, um, I, I work the same places every year, you know, for the past – 14 15 years so um and a lot of places different different areas of the pipeline so i always have my recorders with me and I always set them out oh nice so you kind of got you're pretty familiar with the territory and all these places oh yeah yeah sure i am and then uh over there oh i'm trying to think of what it's called the national forest it's north of uh Opelousas, because I, I do a lot of work in Opelousas, Louisiana, which is north of Lafayette. Uh, what's it called? Oh, the, the Kissachee, Kissachee, something like that, National Forest, north of there. You know, there's a couple areas that, that I go out there, and they're probably, I don't know, eight miles from each other. And one place has a lot of stick stru- structures, and you know, occasional vocals and the other spot, I get a lot of good vocals. So, like I said, it's, it's just weird. Um, depending on where you're at, 
what what yeah i guess it would you know wherever you're at it just depends because nothing's ever the same and and you know i'm not saying every time i go out there i get something but I, I've collected some. Well, have you figured out like a pattern? Well, sort of. Well, it, it really depends on, on the time of year. It, it seems like over by Macomb, Mississippi, I, I'm there from the end of January until maybe the oh, hell the first or second week in March. And there seem to be okay. some vocals during that time. And I've been out there later on in the year let's say mid-April to maybe the end of May or mid-May, and, and the vocals aren't as prominent as they are earlier in the year. And I think that could be because possibly it's warming up and they're moving deeper into the woods. And they got a lot of rivers, like the Tickfall River flows through there. And then... Um, there's a state park up there. I can't remember what it's called, but they have a lake there. So I, I just I think it just depends on what time of year it is and their and, and their you know movement patterns on on what you get. That's my uh, yeah. You know, like I said, I'm not an expert, but that's just what I think. Well, you got common sense, and you are a hunter, so you got to know how to track your prey. Yep, you're yeah. right about that. And then, so when you do these sounds, uh, are they get are they any howls or screams or vocal, when you say vocalization, are they like you know talking or anything like that? Oh, I, I I've never got the samurai so called samurai chatter on audio before, but I I've heard it while, while I've been out in the woods. But you know, really, yeah, some screams. Some whoops, tree knocks, you know, stuff like that. Nice. Yeah, I mean, you know, so, when you're sitting there going through hours of audio and you don't get anything, you're like, oh, shit. And then you start the next, and you go through the next, you know, hours on the next recorder, and then you may get two things. Well, that two things makes up for the other 12 hours of audio that you listened to and you didn't get anything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I hear you. I know, I know that all too well. Yeah, I mean, a, a lot of listening time, and, and you know, you can run it through the graph, but a lot of times, if it's off in the distance, that graph won't pick it up. That's why you got to have them headphones on and just listen and mark it. Yeah, and sometimes low frequencies that far far away, it won't really. You'll see a wiggle, but um. Nothing. You you kind of got to be paying attention. A lot of times I'll play it and just lay down and like I'll play the same recording over and over and over. And it's weird because sometimes I'll hear something and then I'll try to go back to it and I just cannot find it nowhere. Hey man, I I've had the same thing. I'll listen to it and then I'll listen to it again. I said, man, I know it's right here. Where the hell is it? And you just can't find. It. It's weird. Yeah, I don't know that if that's some sort of. I don't know. I don't even know what to call that. But you know, I've I I do audio too, and then I'll hear something out in the woods, and then uh, I'll hear it with my ears, and then I'll try to like mark it on the on the recorder, and then I'll hear it, and then when I go back to play it again, where it's marked, it's not there. Yeah, I, I've had the same thing too. I, I don't like, know what, what the heck. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know what to call it. 
it's it's just I, I, I mean, you just got to chalk it up to Bigfoot, man. You know, there are all kinds of. Yeah, I mean, you, you try to stay away from the woo stuff or, or you know, the weird. I don't know. You just kind of stay away. Yeah, you try to stay away from that. I, I don't do any of the woo stuff, man. It's it's a flesh and blood animal, and I've never seen it do anything that makes it think it's a woo and, and that it, yeah. tele, it teleports from one place to another. You know, I haven't seen that. But yeah. I, I mean, I hear you. And I I feel you hundred percent. But uh, you know, just sometimes you just kind of scratch your head and go, no, 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 I don't want to. No, there's no way. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. I've been there, done it. You know, but it, I I just chalk it up, man. That's just part part of the Bigfoot game. If you know you're out there and they're very elusive, and you know if they don't want you to see it. See, if they don't want you to see them, you're not going to see them. Not unless you catch them slipping. Because, you know, you can think that you're smart as hell out in the woods and I can do this and do that. Man, as soon as you get out, if they're in the area, they know you're there. You know, that's just how right. it is. And, and, I mean, a lot of the sightings are a lot of, a lot of them are accidental, you know. Um, but it's hard when you're actually looking for them. You're not gonna, it's hard to even find them or whatever. I mean, some people get lucky and bump into them, but when you're not looking for them, that's a lot of times when it goes down, yep, you know, exactly. And it's, you know, it's, it's luck of the draw, basically. But, you know, I, yeah. I've had some of my best luck to just sitting around the campfire, just acting normal, cutting up, you know. And if you're, if you're in that same spot, if they're in the area and they don't come the first night, you're there three nights. The second night, you'll probably get some action. Third night, for sure, if they're in the area. They just want to check out what's going on, make sure that you're not a threat. Yeah. I mean, that's happened to us when we've camped out. You know, they, you know they're very cautious, especially if they have any juveniles mm -hmm. with them. You know, little babies. They're very cautious but you know if they see i mean they're curious as hell i mean if they see you you and some people are just hanging out just having a good time and not being a threat or anything like that man you know they'll come in because they're curious they want to see what's going on yeah probably entertaining oh, yeah. to them yeah especially especially if you're jamming yeah. some heavy metal they love that you know what i got a funny story <laughs> about that one time i was with bob brandon i had built this call blaster and it was really loud man and uh first we were blasting you know doing some call you know like some big foot calls you know the ohio how and all the other stuff but we weren't getting any luck so we played uh Fly iron Vic maiden flight of the Fly to navigator. yeah i'm sure they love and that. um Oh man, when we pl we played the whole thing, of course Bob's like, "Oh God, oh, why are you He's not really a fan. He likes he likes yeah. rock though. We did, you know, yeah, he likes White when, Snake. But when he, when he used to have uh, his old show and he'd take requests um, for for music, I always put Pantera, Pantera. And finally, after about six months, I finally played Pantera. <laughs> 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 Yeah, so we, when we, when I played that, I mean, we played it really loud. And I played the whole song, and then we shut it down. I mean, when the, when it was over, it was quiet. We just sat there, and man, it was almost like the woods just 
blew up, dude. They were screaming, hollering. It was crazy, man. They, we weren't expecting that sort of response. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Fans of it. And what I think it is, I, I think it could be the, the shredding on the guitars or, you know, the loud thumping of the bass does something with their hearing or something. That, that, yeah, or, or, you know, it sounds aggressive, you know, because the, uh, the the sounds we were getting after that, were, they weren't pleasant uh, sounds. It sounded like they weren't the whoop on the What did Bob say? <laughs> he was freaking out. He didn't think it would work. <laughs> he thought we were, me and Brandon were just being, you know, us. You know, we always annoying it. But, uh, yeah, he wasn't expecting that. We played, we did it. It was just blew up dude it was crazy yeah man it's crazy screams and I mean, stuff did y'all get any recordings of them screaming hollering at that time i wasn't doing recordings but i'm sure that they did because uh brandon is like inspector uh, gadget yeah, you're right out. about that he's always got man I, I missed out on some great he, stuff because as soon as i got before i got out of the truck i didn't fucking turn my recorder on like a dumb yeah, I learned. I learned from them, dude. When you start pulling in, you turn your everything on while you're you haven't even got out yet. Your everything should be on when you're almost to your and, destination. And several times I I knew I should have done that, but for one reason or another, I didn't do that, and I missed out on some good stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like right when you get to the spot, they start warning each other or whatever, exactly. you know. And you know, there's times where I've gone by myself and I've done that, and uh, they scream and holler and i'm thinking i want to turn on my recorder and it's done and i won't hear nothing for hours and hours and hours sometimes oh, i just yeah. leave there's yeah, nothing I mean, like i gave you your chance and that's it better luck next time mm-hmm. yeah yeah man. that's crazy that's part of the game like yeah, you said is, man you know i mean if someone says they get stuff every time i say they're full of shit not unless they're in some hot spot where they're just there because I could, I mean, I mean, I go, I'll bet you it's probably maybe one or two times out of 10 that I go out that I get some of them. Maybe, maybe a little bit more, but like I said, it just depends on the time of time of the year because that has a lot to do with it. In my opinion. So do you you get more uh, stuff going on when it's hot or when it's it's colder, man? You know, I like going out to the Sam after uh, hunting season's over with, you know, January, February, March, maybe to to mid-April. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't you don't have all the yeah. tree frogs and all the crickets and all that bullshit when you're trying to get audio, you know. This is, yeah. And it, it, that is so, it's so loud and it's just a pain in the ass. So summertime, you know, I, no. Nah. I don't get out there that much. Now I'll, I'll set recorders out, and, and I'll definitely set it away from uh, bodies of water or stream just to knock yeah. some of the noise. But man, just everything's rocking and rolling. You know, once it starts warming up until it starts getting cold, man, there's just so much background noise that at some at some places it's so bad that you know I'll just erase the recording instead of trying to listen through all that. It's just like. If I listen to several hours, it's just overwhelming, like all night long, and just going on and going on and going on. I just, I'll just erase it. I'm just, man, I ain't got time for that. And people say, oh, you could have missed something. 
Well, yeah, yeah. I could have missed something, but I don't have a lot of spare time on my hands to be sitting there have, having the earphones on my head. The next time I'll send you the audio, exactly. you just go through it. And, and what's bad is, man, my <laughs> laptop fried last year. I didn't have stuff backed up to a thumb drive, and I lost all this great audio that I had, man. Yeah, I was devastated. I, I, I was at work. I fired up my computer, and, and I was like, what's going on here? And it went turn on, and, you and might, it turned on. You might and it flashed a couple times, and that was it. So It died, huh? You got the blue screen yeah, of death. The, 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 the motherboard and the hard drive went out is what I was Oh no! I was gonna say if the hard drive is still good, you could uh, well, just well, take it down to one well, of that's those what places. The Geek Squad said, but I still have the hard drive. I kept the hard drive. Well, you might still have it. Yeah, I just need to go have someone look at it and see if they can retrieve anything off of it. I, I had them try to retrieve some data off of it for because it had all my work stuff on it. So I was like, oh, now what do I do? And and the the Geek Squad they couldn't retrieve. They said, you know, there's. That, that happened when I was in Opelousas. And they said, well, there's a place in Lafayette. It cost you about $700 for them to, to, you know, check your hard drive out and try to retrieve stuff. I said, man, just give me a new laptop. Because <laughs> I'm about to get one of these. Well, it, it, that's only if the hard drive is fried. I think they can take out the disk. Yeah, so. I, I, well, they have to take the, everything apart, and that's where but, it costs money. You know, I, I'm not, I don't know a whole lot about computers. I'm not computer savvy. Let's say a bunch. But I kept the hard drive. I did keep that, so I still have that. You know, I, I know you and Ann went out to Sarah, out by uh, Sour Lake a few times. We're out there looking around, and you know, I, there's a there's a facility out there that I work at every year for shit. I don't know, the past fifteen years, and it's always like in May. And I drive down one, and I drive down oh, okay. one five from from Cleveland, all the way down there across to get into oh, Sour no. Lake. And right by the Trinity River, man, I've had several road crossings uh, visuals there. Yeah, oh, yeah? It's, and last year I had two uh, in the same week at about 5 o'clock in the morning. And it seems like I always – and that's the first time that I had two in, in one season of working at that area. Uh, but it, it always seems to be that when the Trinity River is flooded and all the river bottom, it's all full of water that I have them. And, and, and there's a pipeline. I guess it's about. Uh, there's a place called the, the Preserve that's opened up there. And if you're going towards Sour Lake from Cleveland, it's on the left hand side, maybe about, I don't know, a mile, maybe from the from the river bottom. Mm -hmm. But about a half a mile before that, there's a pipeline crossing right there. And and that's where I had those two those two uh, road crossings that, that I saw in that one week. And, and there were people in front of me, you know, on the way I was going, people come this way and everyone was hitting their brakes. And, and I saw, but I, but I was hoping someone would pull over so I, so I could talk to them, but they just hit their brakes and slow down, was looking and just took off. But, <laughs> you know. Wow, you need to get your dash cam, dude. Uh, yeah, I don't have one of those. Like I said, I, road crossing that I've seen there or one uh, right before the Trillian River on the right hand side, it, it goes down to like the river bottom, and I and I saw one there, one year, but it's always 
I'm always going through about five, five fifteen in the morning. I mean, for all this, uh, every year that I've worked at that facility, it, you know, I, it's always the same, the same around the same time. But you know, it's it's not every year wow. that, that I see one. But generally, if the Trinity River's flood and the river bottoms flood, uh, I can pretty much guarantee that I'll have at least one. Song. You think it's the same one or now, different the, ones? The, the two that I saw last year, one was probably about seven foot tall, and then the other one, the other two, it was it was a it was a smaller one, and then one smaller than the one that I had seen like three days prior, crossing. So, I can't. Dang. I don't think it's a, the same ones. It's it's probably part. It's probably mm-hmm. part of the clan. But yeah, because I mean, the other ones could already either fixing a cross or already cross. And and, and it's perfect because that that pipeline, you know, the right of way is good and wide and and it goes south of 105 and it goes north of 105. And and a little three strand barbed wire fence, man, it's nothing for them to get over. And it's a perfect, you know, path for them to go, least least resistance. It's nothing but woods out there. I mean, how many other people saw it and just freak out and don't know what they're looking at? Man, you know? I'll, I'll tell you what, all you saw was brake lights, you know. And, and, and I saw, and you know, because I was going east on 105, and, and then the cars that were coming west, you know, it was all lit up. You know what I'm saying? Because the cars going both ways, so all the headlights were right there. So mm-hmm. I, I saw them good, and then you know, once I got to where the the right away for the pipeline is man they were gone dang they just get they just going across yeah i mean vanish huh yeah i mean there's nothing but woods there and i'm pretty sure now you know it, it could have been you know it's 5 15 in the morning you know the, they could have just tucked off right to, to the side of the right away right in the brush and we're standing there and i just couldn't see them but i know what i saw go across yeah. the highway <laughs> but yeah Right, I mean nothing but brake lights, man, and, and and people just stopping and then driving and stopping and looking, and I just want someone to pull over and say, "Hey," just to see what they had to say. But you know, five fifteen in the morning, people going to work can't be late. Sorry, Bigfoot. And I'm sure you know they were probably talking about it at the water cooler. They probably were, man. I mean, to say, man, I don't know what it was, but uh, but no bear. <laughs> Well, no bear, big and tall, and it was moving. Yeah, and and you know that that right there, it's it's a four lane before it, it cuts down to a two lane, and it you know it, it had they had to see the vehicles coming because you know it, it was across there. Shit, the, the first one I saw, I'll bet you it was three steps and it, it was already across, and then and then the other ones I caught them halfway cutting across, but you. Know, so you never thought about getting out and chasing them down? Uh, no, <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, that's not something you're interested well, in. Well, I mean, if I'm out in the woods, like looking for them, and let's say I see a bunch of trees shaking, I'm going over to the tree. You know what I'm saying? I'm not just going to sit there. I mean, that's what you're out there to do. But I, when I've seen them, I've been on my way to work. Now, I'm not going to get out and be chasing Bigfoot and then be late for work. You know, plenty of other times I'm out in the woods, but let's say if I was out during the day, let's say I'm walking down a creek bed or something, I'm hearing some stuff and I see trees shaking. 
well, I'm not going to stop. I'm going to walk over and see what's shaking the, the, the tree. You know what I'm saying? That's what you're out there for. You know? I mean, the worst, the worst yeah. thing that could happen is he throws a log and hits you in the head. Or, you know, something worse. But, I mean, that's what you're out there to do. And if you don't go investigate what's shaking the tree, then, you know, why are you even out there? Yeah, I mean, some people lose their nerve and they run away. I'm not trying to say that I'm brave because I might run away. You know, well, I mean, my thought was that no guts, no glory, you know. Yeah, true that. But, you know, I mean, I've had shit thrown at me, you know. I've been growled at. Well, it's just part of the thing. And, and the thing is, is, you never know what kind of what kind of mood they're in, let's say, you know. Sometimes it grows. Right. Or if there's any any young around. Yeah. Now, you know, if, if I saw a young one out there, I'm probably not going to go walk up to it because mama's around and mama starts making some noise and big daddy's coming. And then, then, then you're in a bind mm-hmm. because just like any other wild, wild critter, if there's a baby around, they automatically get offense. You know, they get aggressive to protect the young and so that's just yeah, you got to protect your yeah, baby. So that's just one of them things, man. It it just depends on, on the circumstances. But you know, I, I've been out with people before, man, and you know, if I see something, hear something, man, I'm leaving the pack. I'm 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 going for it, Fleer in hand. What's up? You know. So are you uh, trying to prove the existence of Bigfoot? I don't need to prove it. I, I know it. I've seen them. I've seen so much evidence of it, you know. I don't need to prove anything to anybody. So my, and my friends think I'm crazy. And, and I let them hear some of the audio, and they're like, where'd you get that? And I told them, they said, man, if I heard that, I'd be gone. I said, well, that's why you can't go out with me. That's what you're out there to do is, is gather. And, I, and, 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 and all the evidence I gather, that's for myself. You know, I don't have to prove to anyone, but, you know, eventually, you know, I, I, I'm not a pro kill on them, but I think that that one's going to have to be killed just to prove it. You know, the, the government covers up everything so, so fucking bad. And, you know, if, if, if you get in the feds crosshairs on this stuff, they're more than happy to make it uncomfortable for you. More than happy. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, we've uh, we witnessed yes, that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Several times. So, I just, uh, you know, like I said, I've been asked to be on a lot of shows, and, and I like to just keep it low key. But you're my boy, so I can't let my boy down. But man, I yeah, appreciate it. it. Ain't no big deal. But like I said, man, it, it just it just depends what time of year it is, and where you're at, and who you're with. You know, sometimes I think that. They could sense someone that has bad intentions, had bad vibes about them, and, and and that might hinder you from getting any reaction from them. You know, that's just I mean, it's just like people. I mean, you could walk into a bar and just tell by the way somebody's acting if they're going to be tr- trouble or if they're going to be cool or so. You know, not saying that they're shooting uh, some brain stuff at you. Uh, <laughs> mind speaking to you yeah. or anything but just by your behavior that you and, and i could say i've never had no mind speak from them i've never seen a teleport in or out of a of a porthole or any of that shit 
Now I've seen one look like it disappeared, but you know it was behind a tree. But I think just slid on down the back of that tree, got flat, and hauled ass. You know, and and, and, yeah. and they can make noise if they want to hear you. If they want you to hear them moving off, or they can be silent. I don't know how they do it, but they mastered it. <laughs> that and what they talk about the spider crawl, I never really heard of that. But I mean, I know they'll go down on all fours. Yeah, from what it's I see, quadruped. But but I, yeah, I I've heard about the spider crawl where they're supposedly just on their fingertips and and, and their toes. Yeah, I mean they're big and strong, but I mean you're talking about something that's five to eight hundred pounds just cruising around on 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 his, on his fingertips and his toes. I mean, yeah, I mean that sounds kind of cartoony to me, yeah. you know. So I don't know. I've never seen it, but you know, I, I've heard of people that have seen it on Flare. So I don't know. I mean, and, and the thing is, you know, a lot of people when they're out in the woods, they're always, you know. Just, just looking, just looking around, man. You gotta look down on the ground because they'll be laying on the ground looking at you, or they'll be up in a fucking tree. <laughs> you know, right? I mean, you gotta look everywhere. It's just you do. You gotta, you gotta be aware, and you got sometimes, you know, like when me and Brandon go, we'll we'll walk for a little while, and we'll stop and just listen and sit for a while, and then we'll start moving again. Yeah, because sometimes people just rush through an area and. I mean, you got to, when you're out there, you got to keep your head on a swivel because you got snakes to worry about. I mean, there's plenty of times that I've almost stepped uh, on them and Brandon's like, whoa, dude. Yeah, I mean, you got to take time. You can't but rush the, it. But you got to look out for hogs, cats. I mean, there's a, it, there's a lot of stuff out there that you need to be worried about. Yeah, everything wants to eat. You're right about that. Or bite yeah, They don't have a problem with if it doesn't run away, that's when you got to worry You're about right it. Right about that, man. And you know, you got you know water moccasins, rattlesnakes, uh, coral snakes. I mean, out in Sam Houston, copperhead. I mean, you just got a whole strew of stuff. Poisonous spiders. I mean, you got to watch what you're doing out there, because that's what you want to do is be eight miles out out in there and get in a bind, and you have no cell phone service because yeah. you'll be fine yeah you may end up that might be your final resting spot for a while yeah it might be a 411 yeah you know, people go to these campgrounds and or go down on trails and this and that oh i did this and that man go bushwhacking off that trail and go, get off in there <laughs> and tell me what you think about that that's what you gotta do yeah i mean i've gone with i've gone with all kind of different researchers and uh, everybody does stuff different. I've gone with people that just walk the trail and they will not get off the trail. And I, you know, I've gone with people that just sit in the car. And I'm like, really? Are we gonna get out? <laughs> Are we gonna go in the woods? Oh man, it's dangerous in there. Bigfoot's in there. Yeah. Well, hey, hey that's oh. just like I know some people that hunt, and they'll go about maybe fifty or seventy-five yards off off a trail. And that's it. They won't go any deeper. So, man, you're packing a gun. Why don't you go back there? Nah, I'm good right here. It's crazy. But, you know, to each his own. I mean, a lot of people don't like getting out of their comfort zone, you know, because you get out of their comfort zone. Right. I mean, that. And, uh, you know. Kind of makes me think that maybe they saw something or just have a bad yeah. feeling about it or just straight have no idea what they're doing. <laughs> 
Yeah, I got a buddy of mine, Rodney, and uh, he uh, he used to live up in Canada, and and you know all these guys were at, at the bar I hang out with were giving me shit about me going out to Bigfoot. I've known Rodney for a while, and he said, "Hey, let me tell you all something. My dad had me and my brother up somewhere in Canada, and they were fishing this this lake high high up in the mountains in Canada, and they were fishing, and a Sasquatch came out." And his dad said, hey, grab your stuff. We're leaving. And, wow. and they left. And this guy doesn't lie. And they were just looking at him and looking at me. And Ronnie told me, dude, whatever he's telling you is true. Because they're real. I've seen it. And they were just like dumbfounded by it. And I didn't know nothing about that until they were giving me the business about it. And he said, hey, let me tell you something. Let me tell you what happened to me. I said, see, I told y'all. <laughs> and you're like, say, Rodney, me and you need to talk, man. You've been holding out on right? me, <laughs> But he wants to get out and and, and, and go out, you know, out, out to the Sam and stuff. But, you know, with my work schedule, you know, I'm usually good December, January, and maybe halfway into February. It just depends on what the work schedule is. You know, I'm just – Lucky I've been able to work as long as I have with this. So let me ask you, uh, what else? What else have you seen? I guess I could throw another subject. What about orbs? Or oh lights yeah, or... forest lights. What? Yeah, I've had several. The I've had several encounters with those out in the sand. Uh, me and uh, Wild Man B were were down at Stubblefield, I guess north of. Oh shit. Whatever that road is, 14, no, no, whatever that road is that, that Stovalfield is off of, we are way, way back up there at that, past that hunter's camp that's way north of there, and we were, we were down there, and, <clears throat> and me and him were out there, and I, th- I think Bob and Travis ended up showing up, but sure enough, man, we were sitting there, and we set some recorders out, and just listen to what's going on, and then all of a sudden, here comes that light. And Brand said, "Dude, you gonna see the forest light?" Man, whatever. I didn't believe. It. I said, "Whatever, you're full of shit." Well, guess what? He was right. And here they came, and there they were. Yeah. And and he he'd seen them there before, and, and I had walked and I walked mm-hmm. down there. There was no machinery, no nothing. And I came back up. He said, "Watch, they're gonna pop up right here." And sure enough, they did. I was like, son of a bitch. And then um, and then I saw him over at the equestrian center. I've seen him over there. And then I was over at, I was camping at Kelly's Pond. And I had my FLIR with me. And I think it was about 12 o'clock at night. And sure enough, here come these orbs. And they're going up and down, up and down and around. And then um, I caught some good vocals that night, man. There are some, there are some big footies uh, roaring and screaming, and then the coyotes got in. There's some other people camping there, and they're like, "What was that?" And I said, "We heard there was Bigfoot out here." I said, "Well, I didn't didn't see what made it, but that stuff that was making all those loud screams and roars before the coyotes started—that's probably Bigfoot." So, anyways, um, you know. <laughs> they 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 didn't bring any firewood, and you know me, I always got plenty of firewood. So so I 
So yes, I gave sir. Some firewood, and um, they over there, and there's a forest light, and um, I saw it, and then the person I was with saw it, and was what's that? It's forest light. That's a house over there. Dude, there's no house over there. That's a house. I'm gonna go over there. I said, man, you don't want to follow follow the forest lights. Well, why? So I try to explain the whole deal about what happened to you and Brandy. And I said, dude, you don't want to follow them. And so I had my FLIR. So I had my FLIR up and you couldn't see any heat signature <coughs> off the orbs, but you could see it with your eye, but you couldn't see it through the FLIR because there was no heat coming off it. Craziest thing. That is freaky. Yeah, yeah that's freaky. Well, anyways, this person swore there's a house over there. So I'm telling you, it's not a house over there. It's, it, it's, it goes into a circle and you come back out. There's nothing over there. It's a forest lights. And, uh, yeah. And what else? Where else did I see the forest lights at? Uh, I saw them someplace else. I, I just can't remember right now where I was at. I was going to ask, have you seen them in different states? Um, I, I, I'm thinking. I'm thinking that I saw them in Louisiana. <clears throat> it's either Louisiana or Mississippi is the other place I saw. I just, I just can't remember which spot it was. <clears throat> but yeah, um, they're, they're, I believe that if, if there's a big batch of woods or national forest or a big state park that's got a bunch of acreage, you're going to see some forest lights. What they are, I don't know. But I've just seen them in too many different spots, let's say to where you know it, it's, it's, it's they're just not one spot you know what i'm saying but but i mean yeah. they take off man they just go right through the trees you know like it's nobody's business and then they'll change colors yeah. and get bigger and smaller and bigger and smaller and change like from orange to yellow to blue to green it's crazy crazy and like i said you know when I couldn't pick it up on my flare and I could see it with my eye, that, that just, you know, I was like, what the hell could it be? Because you think light, but it's mm -hmm. not emitting any heat and it's not reflection off anything because it's moving around and it's changing colors and it's changing size. So, I don't know. Yeah, it's pretty weird. Yeah. Really weird. Yeah, I, I guess a good thing uh, I've never ran to is a dog man because uh, I don't want to roll into one of those. And, and I know a couple of people that, that mm -hmm. say they've had experiences with them or have seen them. I personally haven't, but they said it was a very uneasy feeling. But I don't know. Yeah. His work schedule is ridiculous. Yeah. It's like mine. Crazy. Yeah, I mean, that's like mine, too. I mean, this just happened to work out perfect tonight for me. But, yeah, um, care to, like, try to be transferred to the woods looking for one of those. I mean, Bigfoot's good enough. But we know there's something out there that's, that's supposedly worse than a Bigfoot, you know? Yeah. It's... it's yeah, but, I mean, when you're out there, you don't know what you're going to run across. You know, I've been out there run, ran, ran across cats, wolves. You know, you just never know what you're going to run across. You know that. Yeah, that's their house. Horses. We're just their guests. Yeah. Exactly. 
There's all kinds of weird stuff out there. Ain't that the truth, man? Hear crazy noises and see stuff. You know, what I'd like to do is go out to that grave that's out there where Bob and them got those EVPs. And I'll let you go take my recorder out there and, and see if I get any EVPs off that. That What's it, 1897 or something? Or 1903 or something? You know what I'm talking about. It's got a little gate around it. Out there in the sand. Oh, I think so. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, I think the craziest thing I was with Bob one time, and we were, he had a polybaric mic, and uh, I was checking him out. He was like, he had the headphones on and he's pointing it, and uh, he makes this look, he gets this look on his face, like, oh, what's <laughs> and, and he's like, he hands it to me, he hands me the uh, the headphones and then he and I start pointing it around. He didn't tell me um what he heard or anything. He's like, Hey, you wanna check these out? And I was like, Yeah. This was like when I was still green. I still am. I don't I don't go out there like I'm Rambo and know everything. Yeah, me. So I but I never messed I never messed with the parabolic mic before. And uh I started waving moving it around and then I started hearing something. And man, it was like whispering. And I was like, what the? And then he looked at me and I looked at him and he goes, you hear that? And I go, yeah, it sounds like somebody whispering. He goes, oh, good. I thought I was going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he wanted me to listen to it. Yeah, I, I got a parabolic mic and and I, I need to use that more. But, you know, if you got one of those, you need to go with people that are going to be quiet. Because they pick up every yeah, and you can't be trying to sit in a chair away from them, and they're carrying on, carrying on because it's the background interference. Of, but I mean, they work, you know, it's directional, and you can hear some stuff with it. And and something else I use, I got these uh, when I go shooting guns. I got some of those electronic uh, earmuffs, or like amplified. And, yeah, and I can turn those on when I'm out in the woods. And it amplifies, you know, just regular noise. And yeah, those yeah, work good. real good. And, and I never thought about trying it, but I, I, I think, I think I had them when, when we were out at Big Woods. Remember when it was snowing and it was cold, and I brought all that that chili to eat, all that. It was cold out there. Yeah. And then, and the Bigfoots were messing with the camper and pushing the back of my truck down. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That that was a that was crazy, yeah. man. I, and I had to leave a couple of days before it was over. But yeah, we had stayed there a whole a whole yeah. week, oh, pretty much. Like Fifteen degrees and all that shit. Yeah, it was cold. You know, I had an ice chest full of drinks, and I didn't even bother to buy ice. I just left it open so it would cool down. Yeah, it, it was. So cold, we had man. When I rolled up. Y'all had a little pile of firewood. I said, here, I got some firewood. <laughs> Y'all were so happy. But all our firewood was uh, wet. Now, here's the thing with the firewood. Remember that when that first, when you got there, and uh, we stacked all that firewood up uh-huh. nice and neat, and then we all went to bed. Uh, I think this was the night I stayed in the tent. With, with uh, 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 Wayland. Was yeah. It, was it Wayland or, or, and, uh, or Carl? No, Carl slept in the truck. Yeah, he slept in his truck. Yeah. And uh, Brandon was there. Brandon slept in his truck. Right. 
and I slept in the tent because, uh, man, it was so cold, and I wasn't ready for this at all. I didn't really bring that many blankets or whatever. <laughs> it was cold. And uh, that's probably the coldest I've ever been out Bigfoot. It was cold. Every yeah, person. it was it was cold. Yeah. So I was sleeping in that tent with the heater that had that little buddy uh-huh. in there. And when we laying down, I heard the firewood moving around. And uh, I was thinking to myself, man, that dude's been messing with this fire all this time. Maybe he went out just to check it and see, uh, you know, make sure it was all good before we went to sleep or whatever. And uh, I heard the wood moving around. Then I heard somebody walking behind the tent and I could kind of see like a shadow. And I was thinking that was Brandon went to go pee or something. I was like, why would he pee back over here when there's all, you know, that doesn't make any sense. Well, I was miserable all night because that little buddy heater didn't last and it didn't, it was, it was a bad idea. It was, <laughs> it didn't work out like I thought it was. So I said, as soon as it gets, uh, you know, day or a little light, I'm going straight to my truck and I'm turning it on and I'm going to put the heater on and, well, what, as I as I got up and started going over to my truck, I saw the uh, all that wood had been kicked over, and I was thinking, man, what a what a jerk! You know, why would Brandon kick all the wood over like Maybe that? Too much beer, and then, uh, <laughs> huh? Maybe he had too much to drink. Maybe, but then uh, I asked him about it, and he said, "Man, I didn't do that." So I don't know who that was walking behind the tent, and I don't know who cooked over all that wood. Well, and then, you know, uh, Bob and Travis brought, brought the camper out, and, and then y'all slept in that camper that night. And then, you know, uh, I always bring, like, to, when I sleep in my truck, I bring plenty of stuff to keep me warm. But I always crank my truck up for 40 yeah. minutes, get get nice and warm, and then I, I jump in the sleeping bag and some blankets. But I, I had purpose, purposely had left my tailgate down. And, and had left my toolbox open and I think it was about three o'clock in the morning man and I woke up to the back of my truck going up and down I said man what is that and then it stopped and then I was sitting there I said, man was I imagining that and then it started doing it again and I think that's the same night when y'all had something messing with the front of the camper yeah <laughs> And then, because I was sleeping in the front of the camper, and you remember that big dog that was there? Yeah, uh, Zero. So we, I think we, Zero. Yeah, we were crashed out, and uh, I heard the chain, and the dog started moving, and I woke up when I heard that, and I was like, what is that? You know, the safety chains on the front of the uh, trailer? Uh-huh. And then I heard the, uh, the butane cans moving. And I was thinking to myself, man, a rac- why would a raccoon mess with the butane cans? And then I was like, wait a minute, a raccoon wouldn't mess with a butane can. Yeah, all that happened. And then, uh, huh? All, all that stuff happened that same night. My, my, yeah. My camper. But he- so then I, I, I figured it, I could hear something walking around out there, like shuffling its feet. Uh-huh. And, uh, it was weird because a truck had drove by. And it was moving around, and then when the truck drove by, um, it stopped walking. And then I was like, "Dude, it's gonna it's gonna walk by the window." So I opened the window so I could look. To, I wanted to see if I could see it, uh-huh. but all that condensation we had, all that condensation was all over the window, and I couldn't see it. And it walked by, and then it walked to the back of the trailer, and I was like, "Oh man, 
that ain't no raccoon. And then the trailer and the dog's looking at me like waiting for orders or like, what are we going to do? Because it knew something was there. Yeah, that's a good. And uh, it started shaking the trailer and the Brandon woke up when the trailer started shaking. And he looked at he looked at me. And he saw me leaned up against the wall with my AK on my chest, you know, and then the dog. <laughs> and because I started thinking if that front door opens, I'm blasting. I said, man, I'm I'm blasting. But, you know, the bad thing about that is you were on the other side of that door. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. you remember where you parked your yeah. truck? So, yeah, that would have been bad. But see, I mean, I had all that conversation and, and I couldn't say anything either. And, you know, I, I got boxers on. And a T-shirt, you know, so I can stay warm in my sleeping bag. I'm like, well, you know, it's 18 degrees outside. I'm not going to open up my door. I have to get dressed. By the time I get dressed, that thing's going to be gone. So I, I, I couldn't see anything because of all the conversations. They had my toolbox lit up, so I couldn't see out mm-hmm. my back window. And I was trying to look through my 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 side mirrors, but I couldn't see because of all the condensation. But uh-huh. I wonder it. If whatever it was, it was messing with my truck first and then went over to the camper. It might have been a couple of them because also I have audio. I had a recorder in the back of the truck, of my truck, the Yeti. Uh-huh. And uh, you could hear stuff moving stuff around. And then I could hear um, Carl snoring because I thought I was getting, I thought it was growls or whatever. So I, I when I amplified it, I was like, man, that's snoring. And then I noticed that when he stopped snoring and kind of like moved around in his truck, whatever was messing with my truck would stop until he started snoring again. Then it would start touching all the stuff in the in the truck. Yeah, I think I, I think Waylon told me that Carl told him that he got out one of those nights to go take a piss, and that he had the most uneasiest feeling and like. Mm-hmm. That was the last night. Yeah, he jumped right back in the jumped back in his truck. I mean, this. He uh he told me that happened at the uh on the last I think the last night. Yeah. You know, uh, in the audio too, you he always got out beat in the middle of the night. Or no, yeah, he said the last night he got out and he was like, man, I think he cut it short or yeah, canceled the whole thing and got back in the truck. But. Yeah. Yeah, back in the truck. Well, well he was heavily, and he, he was said heavily he, long, he was though, so he was good in the truck. Yeah, as long as he stays in the truck, he was good to go. But yeah, that was the first time meeting him in person. I talked, I talked with him a bunch of times before, and man, he bought down all kinds of good stuff to eat. That's the first time I ever met him. Yeah, he's a cool guy. I keep, I try to keep in touch with him. Sometimes he gets too busy, and sometimes I get too busy. Yeah. Right. But I well, I reached out to him not too long ago. Cool. I think I was out there, I don't know, three days mm-hmm. or something, man. But I had stuff so I had to I had to get back to do. But yeah, it, it, and you know, that area out there, you know, I, I remember I, I don't know if you're still out there, but but I had uh, we, did you go with me to put the recorders out? Yes, I did. I was there. I was yeah, and then then that one recorder was ripped off the tree and caught we were looking for it. We couldn't find it. Carl found it shit about, I don't know, 75 feet away from where I put it. But out there, you know, I, I really didn't get any vocals out there. And uh, Waylon said one morning, about six o'clock in the morning, he heard, he heard some vocals out there. But supposedly that's one of those areas where there's not a lot of vocals, but they're out there. You see sign 
and all that, because you know, purgatory's out there and all that other crazy stuff. But yeah, but you know, it, it, I mean, I've always gotten vocals over at Kelly's Pond and over at uh, Stubblefield. But you got like something, some interesting, uh, re- uh, something that was going on with the recorder. Wasn't there something like beating on a tree for like, yeah, for, for two hours it, or something? So, so we were trying to figure out what it was and it was going away. And then I guess Waylon and, uh, I think his name's Kevin, isn't it? Kevin James, or anyways, that they, they they figured it out and and they said it's got to be a woodpecker because it kept like nonstop beating on that, and then it kept getting farther and farther away. So they came up that it was a woodpecker. I didn't know what the hell it was. Maybe it was because there was there wasn't much much animals running around, but uh-uh. um, I mean you th- you would think because we had. A table full of food. Yeah, no raccoon. And you remember, um, something was messing with your deer's chili, but nothing messed with any of the other food that was wrapped up. I think that was you messing with the deer chili. Nah, man, I didn't get up in the middle of the night, especially with something moving the trailer. (laughs) And, you know, I thought about, man, I'm going to run out and go look at it or go check this out, or I'm going to run out there. And then I started, then the dog's looking at me, and I'm like, man, I couldn't forgive myself if this dog ran off or got hurt or something and so i used the dog as an excuse or not to run out there and go face to face but i know in the morning when when he took the dog out the dog took off dude he had to go chase it really yeah it ran off into the woods oh well i guess what i was yeah i guess i didn't like my deer chili i guess my deer chili is no good Oh, it was good. <laughs> it was good. Man, we had uh, Fritos. Man, we did eat good. Oh, yeah. Uh, Carl had what? Elk meat? Carl brought a, bu- a bunch of meat. And I brought venison sausage and uh, deer chili. And I forget what else I brought. But I, I think I brought some bacon wrap back strap. But Carl brought, brought a bunch of food, too. A bunch of uh, wild game. To cook. Yeah, he, yeah, he bought all kinds of game that he you know, we were eating like Tyrannosaurus Rex ribs and right. <laughs> a bunch of rare animals. Yeah, uh, I mean, <laughs> I mean I, I, on that outing, that's probably the best that I've eaten on, on any of them that I've been out on. I mean, every meal, yeah, good food, good, good food. So, uh, tell me about your trip out to uh, where'd you go out to the Marfa Lights? What'd you see out there? Man, I saw the lights out there. No, the first time you went, you didn't see it, right? But you saw it this No, I didn't see anything. Uh, the second time, we did. Cool. It was pretty cool. It was like our last night out there. We decided to take the kids and check it out. And uh, the sky got, it was kind of cloudy at first, and then it cleared up really nice. And you could, man, you can see the galaxies and stuff, the Milky Way and all that stuff out there. And uh, when we were checking all that out, in the corner of my eye, I kept seeing this red light flashing out in the field. And there's a there's a freeway on one side, and then on the opposite side, there's nothing there. And uh, yeah, I started seeing like a red flash, and I kept thinking it was tail lights. Then it turned blue, and then it started moving around. I was like, "Babe, you see that?" And she looked, and she's like, "Oh my god." And it was turning different colors. 
and then it would move and it it was the way that it moved was crazy. I mean, I was trying to I kept trying to think that it was like a dune buggy or something. It just you know, you couldn't hear anything, any motors or anything, because dune buggies they're loud, you know. If it's an off-road vehicle, you got straight pipes uh, and everything. Yeah, you're gonna hear it. Yeah, you're gonna hear it. So but it and it, the way that it started moving, it was not dune buggy like unless it was flipping and rolling and or something, but it was, and then it looked like it was spinning. It was so weird. Then it was like three of them, and they would like disappear and and reappear. And one would, you know, they were doing different patterns and everything. How far away it was, were they from you? Man, they were a good distance. And it there was that w- one time where it looked like it was shooting right at us. Where I was like, "Hey, uh, kids!" Did it remind you of the forest lights, but just out Marfa or, or what? Yeah, it did. It did remind me of the forest lights. Huh. Especially the way they moved. Because they would zigzag and and uh, they didn't really go up and down, you know, like up in the air or nothing. They stayed along the ground. And then, but it would just move really fast. Huh. And then it would sit still for a little while. And I was like, what is going on? I had my night vision with me, but the battery had died. Oh, no. Yeah. But it was like an older night vision, so it would have just looked like a light. It wouldn't have been like you where you could see details, but you, you can't see farther with the with this scope that I have. So, it's like a hunting scope. So are, are there like, you know, certain times of the year that people see them more over there, or is it just luck of the draw? Uh, I guess luck of the draw, because there's people could run around, you know, and uh, coming and leaving, and you know, some people we were there longer than everybody. We got there like right after it turned dark, and then uh, we stayed there till about twelve because after that we was gonna leave in the morning. We was gonna everybody was gonna head out home, hmm. and uh, so we're planning on going back, meeting out there next time, and then uh, staying out there and going out pretty much every night. Uh, or stay out longer. That'd be cool. Because it stopped. Everything stopped around like ten, and then we just sat there for you know until twelve, and it was you know after ten, it was it was done. Really? No more lights. We, yeah, we just sat there waiting and waiting and waiting, and nothing happened after Shut that. Over. No more lights. Nothing. I, I got a question for you. When you've been out Bigfoot, you ever ran across any three-toed tracks out there? Uh, one time in Tennessee. In Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, Travis, Travis found some. Huh. And, uh, yeah, it was weird. I yeah. personally, no. But yeah. I was with them when they found that. Yeah, I was out with some people, and Javier was there. And where were we at? I think we were going... Toward, that road that goes towards the equestrian center, but we didn't go all the way down to, to where you take a left and it goes back along the uh, lake and then into that subdivision right there. We were back there. I forget who all was back there with us. But um, we were looking at tracks and he found a three-toed one there. And he said, man, we should probably, we should probably ease on out of here. I was like, why? Yeah, because I hear a lot oh. of bad things. Yeah, so you just need to ease on out of here. 
but I just wondered. I mean, he found it. I looked at it. I just, you know, other than him, I don't know anyone else that has ever seen one out there. I think maybe. Javier, he's an interesting dude. Oh, he's badass. I like that dude, man. Yeah. Man, he gets some great UFO pictures. At, at, you see, I was gonna say that he'll 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 go outside and just take a picture, and then he'll look at it on his phone, and then there'll be like an object there. Yeah, it's so weird. And it's always when and he's cool about showing everybody. He don't care. No, it, 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 it's always when there's a storm coming in. But no, man, that that dude's a great dude, man. I go out in the field with that dude anytime. And he, Me too, dude. Not, I've gone out with him a couple times. And he's got he's got pictures of other stuff on his phone, you know that that he gets. I mean, he he he's the guy that if he's got his his phone in his hand, the camera's on, he's gonna get something. He's he, he's just mm-hmm. a guy, but he's a good tracker, yeah. good outdoorsman. I mean, a real cool, laid back dude, man. I think- well, he went with us. Uh, we went to go you know where I had my first sighting. Yep, and. Uh, he, he was like, hey, man, can I roll with y'all? I was like, hell yeah, man, come on down. Uh, and we were all geared up and, like, hunting stuff, and we were trying to get – we, we we made it over there. But, uh, well, we went to that pond there out there, but uh, I didn't have the sighting at the pond. It wasn't too far from that pond, though. Yeah, you had on the – And, man, I remember it being 800 degrees when we were doing that. Yeah, yeah, summer summertime, I mean – you figure mid-May until the end of October, you may have some cool fronts where you can get out, you know, in September, October. But other than that, it's brutal out there, especially the wind's not blowing. Yeah. Just the humidity. The air was so thin, I couldn't even breathe. That's what, That was my main problem. I couldn't breathe. Mm. Yeah, so I had to sit down. I was like, trying to take deep breaths and it was it was whack dude i couldn't believe all that was going on it was just warm yeah and back on the three-toed track i think paul ragsdale and uh i think the ragsdales him and his nephew i think it's nephew i think they came across some somewhere i, I think they he posted some pictures of them but but the was it that like Fat looking dinosaur looking one. Yeah, do you see that? I don't know what the hell was. That? Yeah, Logan was there. Really? Um, because we were talking about that on. Yeah, we were talking about that on the random show. Um, he was talking about those those and uh, talking about Ragsdale. Yeah, um, man, both those Ragsdales, man, they they get some good evidence, man. I mean, they know some areas, yeah. and they, you know, they're. They're like some of the under the radar guys out there, but man, they know what's going on. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. I go out with them anytime. Yeah, good people. Too. They're cool dudes. Oh yeah, real cool. And you know he'll go out by himself too. Oh yeah, I remember. I don't know if you saw any any of that stuff that they're getting. Uh, what's that? I think a guy's name Shane Lee. Maybe I think that's a guy's name, but they're getting some stuff over there. On the Texas Louisiana border over there, um, some. Oh wow! Yeah, I guess some lady. I guess I don't know the whole scoop, but uh, she's got some property over there, and like they're they're coming up to her house and stuff. But I was watching some stuff. I think it was last weekend 
um, some video that they had and uh, and um, footprints, tree breaks. I mean, everything right back to this lady's house. But they've been out there several times. But, you know, he, uh, he, he's he got a good place up there by the Trinity River, which is like right outside of, I forget what, if it's Dallas or Fort Worth or Mesquite. I don't know one of them. It's, I mean, it's right by the city limits, and they get good stuff out there, too. They're on it. Yeah. That's all I got to say. The Ragsdales are on it. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. I, I just wish I had more time to get out there and do it. But, you know, with my work schedule, it's just a pain in the ass. But I get out when I can. Uh, that's why when I'm doing my pipeline stuff out in these different states in the middle of these forests or, you know, hunt, hunting camps and hunt, hunt, hunting clubs and stuff, man. And I know we're going to be out there for a while, man. I just start putting recorders out. I keep five or six of them in my truck and batteries. I just put them out, let them do their job because you never know what you're going to yeah. do. And if I wasn't out there working, I wouldn't have access to that property. So I don't feel bad for doing it because I'm not trespassing. I'm out there working. Yeah, take advantage, man. Yeah, you never know. No, and and that's what you got to do, man. Because if, exactly, if you don't, squat, that's just how it is, man. Being a squatcher. Yes, sir. Yes, I just will get paid to squatch. <laughs> no, I wish I did, but I don't, man. I don't think it pays enough to pay my bills. Well, you kind of are, dude, because you're at work and you're throwing recorders and you're getting paid, so. Yeah, but in a way. Yeah, but I, I I can't go walk through the woods or or go walk you know the, the creek bottoms and stuff. That's the problem. <laughs> oh yeah, you can't know. get too far off task. Uh uh, because then then you know first of all you'll get in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what are you doing walking around the woods? I mean, it's not like you're going out there to drop a deuce and you're gone for an hour and a half. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Now, have you ever got any other stories besides your buddy? Um, who, Rodney, the, the one up in Canada? Yeah. Let me see. Hmm. Maybe. Uh, uh, kind of hard to say yes. I mean, I saw something, but I'm not sure what it was type of thing. And don't believe But everybody it. pretty much knows that you're into it. And so I mean, if oh, yeah, something happened, they could be like, yo, Eric. Yeah, yeah they do. It, it's just the same thing with guns, too. You know, guns are Bigfoot. Go ask Eric. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> now, now, I will tell you that uh, that old, old Wild Man B came across a trackway. Oh shit! It's off fourteen eighty eight old, donated Egypt. I don't know something like that. But there's a wildlife preserve right around all these subdivisions and stuff. And and he had told me I had found this trackway, but I had nothing to cast it with. So I said, "Well, I just happened to have some stuff, some casting material." So we went out there. My daughter helped me cast. There were, I think, we casted four prints. And um, they they came out of like, it was real muddy. So I think from one heel to one heel, I think it was fifty two inches, if I remember right. And they, it's it's like they came out of the of this of this uh, one part of this wildlife place right there. Walked underneath the bridge that the highways on, 
and then I guess walked to the creek and went on the other side or off into the woods because there are no tracks, no trackway on the other side. But I went over there and casted those things, and, and it was rainy and nasty. But I uh, casted them and uh, put some uh, sticks in the back of it so it wouldn't break and covered them up and went back the next day and got them and cleaned them up. And uh, I think there were, one was 14. I think the other one was, I don't know, 15 or 16 and about, I don't know, six inches wide, maybe. Wow. I can't That's remember. a big dude. Yeah, I can't, I, I can't remember. I mean, this has been, I don't know, three, three years or four years ago. But I, I got the cast sitting in a tote somewhere. But yeah, but, but, but my daughter was pumped up about that. She's, yeah, I bet. Yeah, she's all about that. She wants to see a baby Bigfoot because she figures she could play Aww. play with that, but not a big daddy Bigfoot because I might try to eat her. So. Yeah, <laughs> let's stay away from the big daddies. Yeah, you know, I told her, well, a mama Bigfoot and a baby Bigfoot, you'd probably be all right. I, I got one of them stories uh, from New Mexico about a baby Bigfoot uh, playing with a kid. Really? Uh, yeah, so I was I was out of New Mexico at the Four Corners, and uh, I don't know how, well, I don't know if it's obvious, but some lady said, hey, you're one of them Bigfoot dudes. And I was like, oh, yeah. And uh, she's like, man, I got a story to tell you. And I was like, okay. So she told me that uh, her daughter uh, had a fr- uh, kept saying, I'm outside playing with Buddy. Can I have uh, some food for Buddy and this and that? So she thought it was an imaginary friend. Right. So then uh, one of the little girl's friends comes over and she's like, hey, we're going to go play with Buddy. And her mom's like, oh, okay. Well, y'all, you know, stay close or whatever. Then the friend comes, you know, comes running in the house, (laughs) freaking out, losing her mind. And she's like, what's wrong? She goes, She's playing. She's got a monster. There's a monster out there, a little, you know, a monster. And then so the mom looks out the window. Yeah, she looks out the window and she sees her daughter sitting on the ground with a with a, a small Bigfoot. Really? This had been going on for some time because she just thought it was an imaginary friend. And so she starts screaming at her daughter, get in the house, get in the house, come here. And, you know, it turns around and runs off, man. She grabs her daughter and yeah, it was all dramatic and freaky. And I was like, really? Well, so, yeah. You know, I mean, I've never had someone personally tell me that, but you know, you, you hear, you hear of that, you know, throughout, you know, the years of encounters that have been documented and stuff, stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't know, but you know, I, I keep trying to get my daughter to go out at night. She goes, no, nah, that's a spooky forest. Nah, I'm good. But, but she'll go out during the day. <laughs> I, I, I've taken her back in the pond at Kelly's Pond, back, you know, where it's kind of marshy back there, back there looking for tracks. So I found some good tracks back back there over, over the Really? Yeah. You know where the pond Like in the back? Yeah, you know where the pond is and where that, uh, uh, where the bathroom is? Mm-hmm. Well, if you, there's a trail that goes around the back of the pond well if you just drop off down there and walk back there 
hell, I don't know, yeah, three or four hundred yards and start looking around. But but if it's been raining, you don't want to go back there because it, it, it's real wet. But uh, yeah, you'll get stuck. Yeah, you'll get real muddy. Yeah, and then trying to slosh through all that shit is a pain in the ass. But it, yeah, I've, I've been through it. And then you know. And I found some exes out there. Hell, when we were at Footstock, when was it? When we were at Footstock last year, you know, I think I had some recorders out there. And then and then Debbie and her husband were out there taking pictures. And they found some good ex structures out there south of uh, Double Lake, back there where the birding center is. Back there. Mm-hmm. Out there and found some good ex structures to show me pictures of. Hey, and that's another woman. Her and her husband get some good stuff out there in New Mexico. I believe it's New Mexico. Yeah. I mean, some good stuff. She goes to different spots. Yeah. I like talking to her. Her and her husband are cool. Yeah, they're really cool. And she has no problem showing you the stuff that she's got. You know, a lot of people don't like showing stuff. She got no problem showing it to you. Showing you all kinds of pictures. All kinds of stuff. I mean, she has good luck, too. She's like Javier. Has good luck with the camera going. (laughs) <laughs> yeah but but those are real cool people yeah they are there's a lot of cool people you know that 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 don't that don't have, don't have their names in, in the limelight you know just like average people and then some people you know that are out there and got some recognition you know that they want to kind of talk down to you and then say that what you got isn't worth worth a damn you know and well, you didn't see this, and you didn't see that, and this and that. Well, I, I understand that, but what else would have done this, you know? Yeah. So I just try to stay away from those people, you know? Yeah. So, well, yeah I know what you mean. Yeah, but, I mean, it, you know, it, the Bigfoot d- deal, it, it, it's cutthroat, man. You see how they just, man, if, if they think you hoax something or something like that, dude, you might as well just drop off social media, and you might as well just... They just not even talk to anyone. It's so brutal, and and they're dude, they're ruthless, dude. It's bad. I feel so. I feel bad for you know people that I know that 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 have just got ridiculed and just cut up to pieces over some shit that that because someone said, oh, that's fake or this or that. And they have no proof that you say that, and then without anyone else investigating it, they just jump on that bandwagon, and it's bad news bears, man. Yes, sir. I mean, that's why you'll never, you know, have me trying to prove anything, and especially on Facebook. It's just like, oh, if I do, I'll I'll show something to either to you or to Jeff, or you know, there's just a certain yeah. certain people I'll show stuff to or whatever or share stuff with. But man, yeah, I'm not gonna post I it and do it. Thing on on social media about Bigfoot, no, nothing, man. You know. There's a few people that, that, that I'll show shit to or let them listen to stuff. But, you know, I ain't got time for everyone to talk shit. I mean, it's bad enough to bar that drink at people talk shit about me Bigfoot and stuff. But, you know, yeah. their audio and see pictures of stuff, you know, and and they can't say anything. I mean, they're just dumbfounded, you know. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's what it is, man. Go out there and get you some. I'll take you out there. G- g- give me three days and three nights, and I'll change your mind. That's all I got to tell them. Three days, three nights. Yeah. Because some people think they're just going to go over there and get out of their car, walk over, look at a Bigfoot, turn around, get back in their car and drive off. No, no, that doesn't happen. 
But, you know, a, a good place you can get into, if you want to change someone's mind, is take them to Monkey Pond. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Monkey Pond is really weird, dude. Really weird. Yeah, there's some weird I went with, on out there. Not just- yeah, I went with Brandon and Travis and Mama Pat, and we had something follow us in the middle of the day, and there was just all kind of weird vocals. It was like, man, let's get out of here, dude. Yeah. That was during the day. Yeah, man. Some weird, weird shit goes on there, just on Bigfoot and stuff, you know? It could be spirits, you know, from ghostesses. I mean, there's no telling, but just, it, 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 it's got a weird little aura about itself. But, man, I mean, you'll get some action there. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Because you stay there for three days, three nights, you'll get some action out there. For sure. I just heard two yes, sir. out there. It's just one of them things, man. But, you know. People want to talk shit, but when you invite them, they'll say, yeah, I'm going to go. When, it's t- when it comes to nut cutting time, <laughs> they're nowhere around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've seen that. Oh, yeah. I've gone out with people that talk smack and uh, had them freak out. Like, man, how did y'all do that? Or they started accusing. Because uh, there was one time Lupe and uh, Brandon walked off and they thought it was them doing all the screams. And I was like, Hell no, it ain't them screaming. Then they come back and the scream is still going on. They're like, how do y'all do that? Like, it's your cousin and your boy doing that. Yeah. It's because they're out of their comfort zone. And and they have no way to to rationalize what's going on. You know, a a lot of people just live in their small little box their whole lives. And and for them to get out of that comfort zone, out of their little box, you know, it really unnerves them. I call it the aquarium because they got everything they need and they don't know anything else except for getting fed and doing what they need to do. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, if, if, if things don't start going in a different direction in this country, a lot of people are going to be like a fish out of water out of their aquarium. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. Well, uh, it's been over an hour. I don't. I know you got to hit the sack. Yeah, four o'clock comes early, you know. Yes, sir. Well, I, like I appreciate you uh, coming on and. Well, I enjoyed. It. I had a good shooting, time. You know, shooting the shit with me. Yeah, you, you, you popped my uh, podcast uh, cherry. Let's say because I I I've decided not to decline to be on so many of them, but. You know, you're my boy, so that's what I gotta do. But yeah, I enjoyed it. Well, it's I, I, I an honor because it, it did. Hopefully, it's a good one, and we didn't bore people too much with our bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it's it was good to be on Mysterious Woods, and uh, I hope everyone listens enjoys the show. Yes, sir. Thanks for coming on. No problem, big dog. Oh. I want to thank Eric for coming on the show. If you would like to share your story on Mysterious Woods, you can email Ann at SquatchDogs.com or you can email me, BigDog, at SquatchDogs.com. I just want to take a minute to thank everybody that's been listening to the show. We really need you guys to share it. Like it, comment, 
you know we need some feedback so if you don't mind share it around to your friends let's get it out there once again thank you from Squatch Dogs thanks for listening to Mysterious Woods a podcast by Squatch Dogs find us on Facebook Twitter and YouTube until then be very afraid of the dark.